DanielBritt.com. We're going to get to know today just a little bit better Mr. Mike Allen and the man behind that voice. Mike, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's good to be here, Daniel. I appreciate you having me. Well, you know, most of the people I talk to, especially the ones with the history, and you've got a big history, uh, I started at the beginning and we moved to today. I'm going to start at the opposite. I'm going to start today. You are currently heard probably to most people with through the Gaither videos, right? Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. Um, if if this were television, they would immediately recognize your face, <laughs> I know. And not only are you are you on stage singing at homecoming concerts and, and on the videos, but you can hear your power bass notes on the recordings in the studio with Bill Gaither. And tell me how Bill found you and tell me how that relationship sort of took off. I was actually singing with uh, Phil Cross and Poet Voices, and Phil had a little songwriters get-together uh, with, uh, and had some up-and-coming songwriters there that wanted to learn more about songwriting. And he had Dottie Rambo, and Bill was there, yeah. and, and, of course, Phil spoke also, great yeah. songwriter. Yeah. And uh, I, he, he took me over to Bill, and he said, Bill, I want you to meet Mike Allen. And I said, hello, Mr. Gaither, how are you, sir? And he said... Uh, he didn't even say hi. <laughs> he said, "He said, wow, what a speaking voice. And I said, well, thank you very much. He said, do you sing? And I said, yes, sir, I sing with Phil. He said, I can use you in the studio. He said, I want you to call Ben Spear and tell him that I want to use you in the studio. <laughs> and that was it. He, I got wow. Ben Spear's number and called him, and, and he's been using me ever since. He's been very gracious. How has that been for you? I mean, obviously, I think it's, a, it's an honor. But how has that helped you in, in your music career, working with somebody like Bill? Um, it's helped build my self-esteem a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's helped a lot to get, my, you know, to get my name a little more well-known, or at least my face. Sure. Sure. Um, most people recognize me or come to me and say, you're that guy on the Gaither videos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, do mu- I don't do much solo work. Right. So, right. Um, and my job basically is back, you know, background vocals. I'm, the, I'm, I'm what Rex Nealon referred to as the stunt bass. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you worked with Rex during that, that time. Yes, I sure uh. did. In fact, we, I, was in, uh, I was in the, uh, the Ireland and London videos yeah. when Rex passed away. It yeah. was there. It was a trying time. And we've lost so many bass singers, J.D. and George and Rex and Brock and yes. um, and even Downing. And I mean, so other than, than Bill Gaither on a lot of the videos, you're pretty much the kind of the, the sole survivor <laughs> of the group. Are <laughs> yes. yes, sir. At least at the homecoming concerts, he, he, uh, he's able, he's able very, to get some wonderful bass singers to come in and, mm-hmm. and, you know, help out on the videos and stuff. So that's, that always makes, takes it a little yeah, bit, a yeah. little bit more off my shoulders, but. And it's a lot of fun to work with them. I enjoy it. The the old guys, they had just such a camaraderie. You could tell between oh, George yes. and um, and JD and and even Rex and and, uh, and and those guys we talked about now. Uh, and I know like Signature Sounds traveling with with the homecoming tour. Mm-hmm. Tim. Tim Duncan. You and yes. Tim ha- have you found a, a camaraderie? Is there something oh, about yes. bass singers they just get along? Automatic. <laughs> it's automatic. <laughs> you, you love to hate each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. There are nights when uh, when I can hit notes, Tim can't, and there are nights Tim can hit notes, I can't. So yeah. on those nights, we just love to hate each other. And, the, and the nights that we that we both can hit the same notes, we we love each. We just love <laughs> sure. Each other. Sure. <laughs> is it is it atmosphere or what? What does that? What is it about the voice that um, in the low end? I think it gives it, it does it yes it does help with the atmosphere but it gives a it just gives a, a really big full sound mm-hmm. you know it it just I don't know I just, it rattles my chest yeah I mean. yeah 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 
is there anything you have to do to care for your voice that might be any different than uh, someone who sings tenor or lead? Uh, not no, not necessarily anything any different. I don't think I I warm up anywhere from thirty minutes to an hour every day. I mean, mm-hmm. I try to keep my your voice is a muscle. Sure. So I try to you know yeah. keep it trained. Um, I won't imitate it, but I was once backstage with George um, oh, when man. he was doing a solo in Gainesville, Georgia, and um, and before he went on, of course it was loud. I think Greater Vision was on or somebody, and so it was loud. But he was sitting over in a corner, and I'll describe it. He he would put his hand over his mouth, and he would just kind of, it almost sounded like a cough, but he wasn't coughing. He was doing something vocally, and I never could put my finger on exactly what it was he was doing, but I guess it worked. Uh, have you ever heard George do that, or have you ever you know, I, ha- I have heard him do that once. Um, I heard him do it uh, when he was doing a sound check. He was he would check in the mic, and then I saw him do that. And I think I think he was trying to uh, find where he find his placement mm-hmm. to make sure he had the proper placement. And that's the only thing that I've ever been able to figure out with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. he he did that, and he uh, he did a lot of other things that uh, that I've tried to. Try to pick up on. I, mean, I wasn't going to go ask him, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> of course, he probably would have told me. <laughs> he probably would have took me aside and said, this is what I Yeah. Uh, well, let's go back to Phil Cross and Poet Voices. Uh, when did Phil hire you? When did you start there? I started with Poet Voices in 95, in July of 95. So it was almost the first two or three months mm-hmm. uh, was, when, was when I met Bill. It was within the two, first two or three months. So my... My first video, the first video Poet Voices ever did was, uh, I was there. Sure. So it was sure. cool. We did I Am Redeemed. Yeah, I remember that. Great song. Yeah. Uh, did you know David Jordan? Oh, yes. He was bef- right before you, right? Right after me. Right after yes, you. Yes, I was okay. the first. They, they had a bass singer. I guess they tried a guy out for a couple of weeks before I came, but I was the first one that actually stayed. Okay, um, yeah. But David came right after me. Well, what a great guy. What yeah, great he's, guy. he's a good friend. And, um, now we'll skip back and go back to the beginning. How, where did you grow up regionally uh, in this country, and and how were you influenced by gospel music, or were you? I grew up in Port Clinton, Ohio, and uh, and we we really didn't have any kind of gospel music at all. I started out singing in high school choir yeah. at 16, 15, 16 years old. Uh, my best friend said, "Come on and try." So I did. I learned to sing the bass part, mm-hmm. and I went to a church um, that had a trio come in. I mean, it was my home church, but they had a trio come in. I had mm-hmm. never heard anything but little ensembles in the in the high school choir because I was in Christian high school choir. Yeah. So I heard these guys singing, and I thought, well, they don't have a bass singer. Well, maybe I should ask. And I was 17, <laughs> you know, and I was bold and brazen. <laughs> so I, uh, I went up and asked, and sure enough, they were looking for somebody. So that was my first, you know, my first... Uh, Trial and error, so yeah, to speak, yeah. with with quartet singing. I honestly, until that first experience with the trio, I didn't know gospel quartets existed. Yeah. Um, my grandmother had old Gaither records, but we didn't have any gospel radio stations where I was from. There just weren't any. Was your voice, and I know that the voice generally lowers throughout one's life, but was it pretty much at the level it was now? At that time, or was there some something that happened along the way that really brought you way down low? Well, something something definitely happened along the way, but I don't know that I could tell you what it was. <laughs> I think it honestly was just learning how to sing right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sang before. Yeah. 
and learning how to sing right over the years and having mentors like George Johns and Tim yeah. Riley. Yeah. Um, Tim Riley spent a lot of time helping me. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a great influence on my life. Just listening to George mm-hmm. wasn't, was, was enough to help him. He was yeah. absolutely incredible. But, but I, I don't know. My voice was, um, was not very, there wasn't a lot of edge to it. It was, a, it was very, very soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the first record that I did, I'm thinking about taking just for fun, thinking about taking a bunch of stuff that I've made with other groups and putting a, a little project together of me from the beginning mm-hmm. until now, just, just to yeah, have yeah. just for fun. And uh, people will get to hear what uh, what I sounded like on the first song when I was 18 years old. There's a recording. Yes, there is. What was the name of that trio? Uh, that was a. They were called the uh, Melody Boys, and they were from Elyria, Ohio. And then it became a quartet, obviously. Yes, obviously. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah. After that trio, is this when the Weatherfords came into the picture? The Weatherfords didn't come into the picture till '89. I was with the tr- with that trio. Let's see, when did I start? 1980. It was seventy nine or eighty when I started singing with the with the Melody Boys. So, so. and how how did that uh, how did the wh- what was between the Melody Boys and the Weatherford? Was there anything? I sang with another group called the Fisherman Quartet out of uh, Kunkel, Ohio. Well, actually, they were more of Sandusky, Ohio, but mm-hmm. but uh, I sang with with them for a couple of years, and I went into the Marine Corps mm-hmm. in nineteen eighty four. Uh, stayed in the Marine Corps until nineteen eighty eight. But while I was in there, I sang with um, John Jarman, who was a former member of the Dixie Melody Boys mm-hmm. years ago, and Tony Jarman, mm-hmm. his son, who was with, uh, who is now with uh, uh, Old Time Gospel Hour yeah. Quartet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I sang with them. So I never really stopped singing, um, but it was after the Marine Corps that I I, w- I was ended up with the Weatherfords for a while. So. And today, you you said that you're not much, you're not into solo, or you're not uh, you're more of. A what Rex? What was the term Rex? Oh, stunt bass. Stunt bass. On the, yeah. on the yeah. Gaither stage, I am a stunt bass. I just. Who encouraged you to do the solo project, though? The one way. My I'm mom. <laughs> well, moms are biased. Mom, that's exactly right. Yeah, but she was the first one that that I made buy one. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> she was the first one I gave one to. But I, uh, yeah, she encouraged me, and and a lot of other people along the way said you should try. You should at least try it. And so I, I was on a cruise. And a gentleman came to me and said, in fact, his name is Danny Shelton. He came to me and said, I see you don't have any product. And I said, no, I sure don't. I said, I don't have any, I haven't, I haven't thought about doing a solar project very much. He said, my mom mentioned it. You know. mm-hmm. He said, I will, I will help you put a project together if you're interested in making one. And he ended up taking care of the whole thing for me. Very gracious yeah. man. And, uh, in fact, I'm I'm getting ready to go into the studio with him and do another project mm-hmm. by the end of the year, hopefully. Just to him, it's just a simple laid back hymns project. Yeah. Yeah. But it's helped me. It's really helped me to get some to do some solo concerts. So I started doing that, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I'm looking looking for more of those. Um, but that's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. God's been good. He's opened doors that I never thought would would open, and just just waiting to see what what's next. I'm sure it's totally different to do solo than to be a bass singer for a quartet or even a, a group um, like like the Homecoming Friends. Yes, um, very awkward. So, so what, yeah, what's had to change? I mean, obviously you're singing the melody now. I've had to learn to talk. Yeah? <laughs> that has been the biggest challenge. Um, Allison Spear actually has helped a lot with uh, with segues. Yeah. Um, she's been a, she's been a uh, her and Brian both have been a real blessing in my life. 
Um, they helped me to, to move to Nashville and, and have helped me with my career. Mm-hmm. Brian's been an off and on kind of manager for me. Sure. He's helped me a lot. But, uh, I've, it's, that's the most nerve wracking thing. I could sing. I could, if I, all I had to do was get up on stage and sing, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 11 songs and do a concert that way, I would be fine. But when I start talking, I mean, I'm nervous <laughs> sitting here talking to you. I hope this comes out okay. Um, it's coming out fine. I just, I get real nervous. But that's the biggest, that's the biggest hurdle that has been for me. And to make sure that people hear my heart mm-hmm. and, and they hear just how much I love Jesus and what he means to me. Tell me about family life and where you live now. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I've got two wonderful kids. My son is 18 and my daughter's 13. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that age is a, is a very, <laughs> well, I guess every age has been a challenge <laughs> as far as that goes. But, uh, but they, they're wonderful. I, I couldn't ask God for, for a better family. Do you do this? This is what you do. I mean, do you go to studios and, and, and record, record parts and then leave or, um, is it mainly with with Gaither that you do the work? I mainly do the yes. I mainly work yeah. with Bill. Um, I do I do studio work now and then. I've mm-hmm. done a, um, I've done a part on a on a project for Dolly Parton, so that's been fun. Wow. I've done um, I've done stuff for uh, Walt Mills and and a lot of uh, a lot of other great a lot of other great singers. What What do you kids think about what you do for a living? Is it, is it cool to them? Do they have to explain it to their friends? Actually, my uh, my son, I don't think my son has had. He he loves it. He loves he loves what I do. He loves mm-hmm. when he's around me. You know, he feels important because mm-hmm. I, he thinks I'm important. You know, yeah. and it's funny. He has he made me cry the, uh, about a year ago. He, you know, the MySpace thing came out, yeah. and I looked at his MySpace and they have things on there to tell you who your heroes are, what your favorite music mm-hmm. is, and all this stuff. He had me listed as his hero right after Jesus. Wow. So that was a great, that was great. And my daughter, my daughter can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. She, she goes, she, every, it seems like every day she comes home from school, she has another teacher that has asked, um, so your dad's Mike Allen? And I, you know, <laughs> that's funny to me because yeah. I'm just Alicia's dad. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I just love it. I think it's great. Do you have a website where we can keep up to date with like the new project that you're I working do. on? I do. I do. It's uh, mikeallenonline.com, and uh, it's it's a little it's a little behind right now. I've been a little a little busy, sure, so sure. I'm a little behind on getting stuff on there. But it'll be updated soon. Are you with Homecoming Tour the next? Yes. As far as you know. As far year? as I know, yeah, unless okay, unless Bill changes his mind, <laughs> yeah. I'll be there until Kyle's come home, so to speak. Were you on the Caribbean cruise? Yes, I sure was. Um, just. I've talked to several people who were there and a part of that, which is, I don't know, you call it unusual or, you know, it doesn't happen. That I mean, it may happen within the cruise industry more often than we know about, but, um, but I know Bill and Gloria says for some of this ever happened to them, yes. the, the incident with, with Anthony and, and his passing away. Describe the mood on the ship, um, after that happened. Um, the mood was, very, uh, it's hard to explain that, Daniel, because the mood was very unusual to me. Everybody was broken hearted, but Bill, it, Bill's magical. He really is. He had a way of taking that situation and transforming it into something absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, he, as he and Gloria had said, you know, they, they never had anything like that happen. Ben Spears, 76 years old, he's been doing this since he was a child. Mm-hmm. And he said he has never heard of anything like that happening. Yeah. Um, 
But Bill was able to take that mood and use it in a way that I've never seen before. He made it, he made it magical. Wow. He really did. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, something that would have been a travesty mm-hmm. in any other situation, Bill was able to make it a blessing. I've heard he's very sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit oh, and, yes. and everything gets thrown out if, yes. um, if he feels led to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly right. He, he, we are, we've all, we're often given a schedule of what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And we pretty much, it's pretty much just a standing joke where you say, what's that for? You know, cause he's just, he doesn't follow it very much, but I, he knows what he's doing. I can't remember where, where it was. I've been like the mid to late, late nineties. And backstage, Bill has his his lineup of artists. Sometimes it's typed, sometimes it's handwritten. Yes. Well, this one, it was a lineup of who's who's you know going to be here and who's afterwards, and then the intermission, and then the uh, coming back as a group. And that was there. It was pre-printed. It was it was taped to the uh, to the stage door, and then over it all was a big sharpie black X, and it's two words: "Be ready." <laughs> How many times has that happened? Oh, over and over. That's hilarious. Everybody was, was, was just waiting by the door. Yes. They, they couldn't go to the bathroom because they heard their intro. And one time, Janet had to come running because she heard her song. <laughs> and if I was standing uh, one inch in a different direction, I would have tripped her and shoot. It would have been, oh, no. It would have been tragic. That describes it perfectly. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. That describes it perfectly. Working with Bill as a, as a fellow bass singer, and Bill sings the bass part in the vocal band, obviously. Is it ever hard to go in the studio under Bill's leadership? And um, I don't want to say that you're competing with him, but do you ever get right. that sense maybe that, well, do I do I do this? And if I is he going to think I'm trying to show him up as a fellow bass singer? <laughs> <laughs> is that a hard place to be? No, it really isn't. He's never made me feel awkward in that respect. Um, the only thing that I've ever, as far as a comp, as far as far as a competitive sense, I've never felt awkward in any way. As far as doing, as far as paying attention to what I think he wants, mm-hmm. yes, that's been tricky sometimes because I know that he loves uh, a lot of the high bass harmonies. When I was with, when I was with the Weatherfords, uh, Earl Earl mm-hmm. taught me that a lot of the high bass harmonies are a lot prettier than the lower bass harmonies. Yeah. So I've been able to fit in that groove okay. Mm-hmm. But knowing exactly whether Bill wants a high bass harmony or a lower bass harmony on certain spots, that's been that's been tricky to learn. It sure has. Do you pretty much go in and you just sort of hear it and you sort of sing by ear, or do you have a part that you actually have to learn? Ben writes out all the chart all charts for us with the number system. Okay. Um, but there are times, yeah, there are times he'll walk in and say, "I, I, I, I know, I know, I know, we haven't, ta- I know, we don't have a chart for this, but uh, let's do a version of, of this, and, yeah. and, and yeah. here's how we're going to do it." Yeah. And we'll start off, and he'll just make up a part as you go. And he's he's really good at it. I mean, if he hears one thing off, he knows exactly who it is and where to go mm-hmm. and how to take care of it. The, in the studio, and I, I want to share this with with everybody because this to me is absolutely incredible. Talking about um, Bill's following the Holy Spirit, uh, I can I can uh, give the same credit to Ben Spear also. I have many times seen them in the studio when we've been singing with tears running down their faces mm-hmm. because they're so enjoying the moment, mm-hmm. and it reflects. It just really reflects in the songs when you hear them. And this is a record recording studio, not not a TV studio with cameras. Exactly. On. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to, and 
I don't know, even even on some of the behind-the-scenes things they put out on footage, I don't know that you would even still get the how it is on maybe a Tuesday or a Thursday in the studio and they're working on a project and you've got Bill in there, he's got his glasses on and he's making it work. You know, you don't really see that part and I would love to be a fly on the wall to see oh, how, yes. how the work is really done behind, you know, truly behind the scenes and putting something together like that. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's amazing. It's amazing to be there and be a part of it. Do you guys record most of your stuff in Nashville or do you go to uh, Alexandria? Uh, most of the stuff in Nashville. Okay. But uh, there have been times we've gone to Alexandria and done a couple things. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, let's do this again soon. And I would love to. Especially when the new project comes Thank out. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I've been, hey, I, you've, been, work. you've been great. Thank you so much, Thanks. Daniel.